This is Conrad Henry Roy III reporting about social anxiety. Social anxiety to me is the inability to function properly in a manner that you want to in social situations. And one of the things that I've realized is not all eyes are on you at all times. People don't necessarily judge you particularly in a situation where you're not feeling very good about yourself, uh, you're making mistakes, right? People understand that you come across as awkward. They're not gonna judge you, make fun of you, like, that's just who you are as an individual. And the quicker you are to realize who you are, the better. Like, you don't have to be this amazing, like, thought out, drawn out, like, superhero, like, incredible Hulk, Superman, I don't know. The people that are portrayed in the media as like perfect, when well, they're not perfect. Welcome to the Critical Onions. I'm Sean. And I'm Bethany. We're not all onions are created equal. Nope. There's some sweet onions, there's red onions, there's white onions. Okay, there's I didn't Vidalia, mean that like. onions? I didn't mean it like that. Oh, okay. It's time to get critical. It is. We're going to get critical. That's right. How have you been? True crime. Because we're a true crime podcast. I know. We should be true crime we critical. No. Nope. We're just critical. We're not going to change our name. I'm not. Because we're kind of like a critical. We're critical, though, about true crime. Like We're, we're critical not about just... true crime? Yes. We don't just take facts. We put our own opinions into it and our own theories and, you know, and thoughts. Some facts, but in addition to that. Oh, excuse me. Someone... Somebody's at the door. No. Someone... I gotta go get it. <laughs> no. So we're not changing our name. Our name will remain Critical Onions. Okay. Forever and ever and ever. Wow. Sounds like ever. a marriage. Yeah. Fantastic. More excitement. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm doing good. Are you? Sunday again. Yeah, we lost an hour of sleep today. That's right, we did. It seems like the shortest day ever. That's why it's really late when we're do getting this done. And that's just... why the furnace just turned on. Yeah, it did. It did. It's going to get toasty up in here. You think so? Yeah. Or it's just going to be a lot of noise. It might be a lot of noise. Can you tell? No. Can I you don't... see it on the meter? No, it's not too bad. Okay. We're just going to keep going. We're just going to keep going. Let's power our way through this. Yes. We so have we a serious, 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 seriously sad story to talk about today. I agree. It's about Conrad Roy. This made researching really sad. I did a lot of research on this. and the It's so interesting. My first thoughts about this story when it hit headlines and like to now. 
It's changed a bit. It's it's more of I can't stand Michelle Carter because of what happened because of the text. But then the more I dig into it, not only is he was he mentally unstable, she's legit mentally unstable. Oh, it was a perfect just, storm. They should never have met. It just it's just it's horrible. One two bad things just should have never collided. Those two lives, no. Yeah, they, they, those two lives. It would be totally different for the two of them now. Right. If they just didn't meet each other. Yep. Yep. And she went to school right down the street from us. She did. We live uh, just two towns away. Yep. King Philip. King Philip, yep, in Rentham. Yep. Um, but we're not here to talk about Michelle Carter. We're not. No. Okay. A lot of articles, blogs, news stories, everything is focused on Michelle Carter and the text case, the case around text and death by text. When I want this to focus on Conrad, like I want to talk about Conrad. I, I noticed that in my research too. I put in Conrad Rory and I tried to do like his life. Yes, Conrad Rory's life. Like, you know, he Roy's played life. sports, he did rowing and such, and I was just like, you know, who was Conrad Rory? And it was just like Michelle Cotter, Michelle Cotter, Michelle Cotter, Michelle Cotter. Like, article, if you Google it, that's all it is. You might get a couple Rory, um, Conrad Rory um, articles, mm -hmm. but then the rest are all just about her. Even the headlines about it, though. Yes, everything. the headlines. Yes. Like when you type in Conrad Roy into Google, everything is Michelle Carter. Yep. In the case. And it's like, let's go back to Conrad's life briefly and can kind of how things played out and and then add in Michelle to his life. Yeah, I don't like that. As opposed to her life with how she got to where she is now, which is just, it's just crazy. It is. So Conrad Henry Roy III, um, he lived in Mattapoisett, Mass. Have you ever been to Mattapoisett? I do electrical work there a couple times, yeah. I didn't know where it was. I actually had to Google it to see where it was. Our daughter went to school there, too. In Mattapoisett? Yeah. No. Mattatoilet. No, Massasoit. Massasoit. <laughs> Massasoit College, oh, not yeah. Mattapoisett, the town. Oh. oh, so maybe I wasn't there. <laughs> no, you were <laughs> But it's down there by the water, right? It's down by, yeah, it's down Fairhaven's next to it, yeah, yeah, Bedford. I, I was there. It's, yeah, it's a place that I think, I mean, I've lived here my entire life, forty over 40 years, and I've never went kind of passed, to Mattapoisett. kind of passed through there. Yeah, we have. Yeah. I just didn't realize that. We went to go see the beluga whales like we were talking about last episode. Oh, we had to go through there yeah. to get to Connecticut? I think so. I don't think so. Oh. I think you're messed up. I think it just, yeah. Anyways, in I? the census, the town census 2010, Mattapoise's population was about 6,000 people. That's a small town. It is a small town. It's a little smaller than Millis, and Millis is a small town. Yes. Hmm. Um... I thought it was a bigger town. Conrad was born September 12th, 1985. He was described as a very kind, humble, and sensitive young man by his mother. His, some of the words that his mom used to describe him. Um, in 2014, in June, he graduated. He was an honor roll student. He went to school at Old Rochester Regional High in Mattapoisett. I think I read he had 3.88. He did. 3.88 grade point average. Oh, boy, um, Conrad was wicked smart. He was wicked smart. His parents were Captain Conrad H. Uh, Henry, actually. So Conrad Henry Roy 
and Liz, I'm sorry, ugh, Lynn, Lynn Roy, um, looks like her maiden name was Bozzy. Um, she was a nurse, I believe you found some information on that? Yes. She was a nurse, and his dad was into the salvage yard. His family owned a, um, what is it, Marine? Yeah, Marine Towing and Salvage Company um, in the New England area. They had a salvage business. Conroy had two sisters, Camden and Morgan Roy. One of them, I, Camden, I, I looked up. I tried to find their age. I know they were younger than Conrad. Camden was 13. I could not find the age of Morgan, but they look pretty similar in the pictures that I've seen, like similar in age. So yeah, I, don't I, thought know. They, I think they're similar in age, too. Yeah. Um, Conrad suffered from social anxiety as a teenager. Um, his parents had separated when he was 16 in 2012. This would have been a good episode for our daughter to join To in. join us? Yes, because that's what she went to school for. I thought about... That's what um, she does for work now. Yes, I would love to get her perspective on this. Yeah. I mean, this could be a two-part, two-parter, and we can ask her to join us next Sunday would be a nice idea. Yeah, that'd be great. Because he, he took he took depression medication. He well, was she's going to be here next Sunday, correct? Oh, yeah, next Sunday is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Oh, we have to figure out our podcast. But we're going to do it. We can't do it on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we can't do it while we're drunk. No, we can't do it while we're belly <laughs> full of corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, we can. It'll be a perfect time. <laughs> um, when his parents separated, it, it brought him to a dark place. He described it as darkness, isolation. He had self-doubt and trouble sleeping. Was that in the videos? That was... I watched a couple of videos of his uh, diaries. It was not in his diary. No. It was his friend Ariana, yep. who he met, I believe, through some kind of, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, through like a, a group that's related to suicide and depression and some kind of group he was part of. He met a friend named Ariana, yep. and he told her what it felt like for him when his parents, like when he was going through a dark time when his parents passed. I mean, his parents, I'm sorry, his parents divorced. Separated, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um... So they so that that happened in 2012. He attempted suicide in 2013 um, by overdosing on Tylenol. I did not know that. No. No. He. I couldn't get past all the Carter. I know the Michelle Carter Michelle stories. Carter stories um, he took a bunch of Tylenol at some point. He communicated. I don't know whether it was a phone call, whether it was text, or whether however the communication was. But his friend Ariana, he shared with her that he wasn't feeling well and that he was sick. So Ariana ended up calling his parents and said, you know, something's wrong with Conrad. You need to go check on him. So they did. And he was overdosing on Tylenol and they brought him to get help. Oh, jeez. So that was in 2013. How so old he, was he then? He was... 17. 17. He was 16 huh? when his parents divorced. He was yep. 18 when he passed. So in 17, that was the year when there was, I think, a lot of stuff going on for him. Yeah. With everything. Oh, that's so tough. And those are the tough. Those are tough years in yeah, general. Those, those are tough for years kids. in general. Yes. Never mind everything else just going on in Conrad's life. But he oh, was very playing. focused. Certain thing he. What? He was still playing sports in school. He was, he was yep. on the row team, right? Yeah, I was going to, yep. He, gra he did I talk about how he graduated? Yeah, at, in high school, he played, he rode crew, he ran track, and he played baseball. Um, what a 3.88. I know. He was accepted to Fitchburg State. 
study nice. business, but he decided not to go. I know that at some point I read somewhere he stayed with a friend who was going to Fitchburg State because he wanted to check it out. Yep. But after a few days, he got homesick and wanted to go home. Yeah. Like yeah. in the summertime. That's tough uh, going away for school. Yeah, it's a huge adjustment. I mean, I think and it, college is a huge adjustment. College know, is huge, and then going away yeah. to college is huge because you were taking care of your entire life, and now it's like, here you go, take care of yourself. Hopefully, you make right decisions. From what our, our experience is, our, our daughter, her first year of college, failed miserably. Yeah, both yeah. of them actually. Yeah, both of our daughters went to college for a semester and they failed. Yeah, like and it was that. It's at that adjustment time. Cassie took a year off and then went back, and uh, yeah, she knocked it out the park, but. I know a couple of other people whose kids have gone to college, and after the first year, they come home. Well, yeah. Within the first year, they come home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just, it's tough. Yeah, tough it adjustment. Is. It's, it's, I think in our school system or some kind of education system, there should be some kind of transition to go from high school to college, because I feel like they just set up for failure by just the way it works. I don't know. I don't know what that could look like, but... <laughs> yeah, I became an expert on education overnight. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. There's a lot... It works for a lot of people, though. Do you think so? Does uh, it? It does. Well, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, it can. Of course it works. It, yes, I mean, there's millions works. of people who go through... That yeah. go away to college. But that doesn't mean that they don't fail. I'd love to see the numbers of it's how like many people else. fail their some first year. Some come easy to some people. Some things do not come easy to people. I guess, I guess so. You know, uh, you are correct, Sean. You're correct. We'll agree to disagree. No, we agree to agree. <laughs> oh, that's right. We agree to agree. <laughs> um, but he did. I mean, he was making improvements in his life because he went to I think night school yeah. to get his captain's license. Which was like three months or something like Three that. months of hard work. Um, it, uh, Northeast Mar Maritime Institute Northeast for three Maritime. months in the spring. He earned his captain's, salvage captain's license because he was going to work in his family's business. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, that, I mean, what you things were going well for cap him. Captain. I just know that movie where they salvaged that boat, but it was a haunted boat and everything went bad. That's what a salvage captain is. It wasn't haunted, but I was listening to... A but you remember that movie, right? I do. I remember that movie, yeah. yeah. So every, time, every time these salvage captains find a boat, it's never anything good. No. In movies. <laughs> <laughs> but my understanding is yeah. a salvage captain is things sink. Yep. Things happen, they go to the ground, and you salvage that. And you scrap it and get the money? Yes. It doesn't have to be a massive ghost ship. Yeah. You know what I mean? It but that's all I think <laughs> of ghost ships. When you say salvage captain, yeah. let's see. I just put you... No. So, June 13th... That sounds really cool, but then it sounds like a lot of hot work. I think anything doing anything on a boat's a Well, you, I mean, not only on a boat, though. You have to, like, scuba dive. You have to go underwater. You have... There's... Like, it seems... Is there scuba diving? Well, if you want to salvage something, you have to go... Maybe not the captain. No, the captain has to be able to do that. What, scuba dive down and put a chain around the boat and lug it up? Something. Be, you, have to, you don't know what you're pulling up. Don't you want to investigate first? I guess. I would think so. I don't know. But usually the boat just comes out of the fog. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Everything I've watched just comes out of the fog. It wasn't there. The mysterious fog just comes out of nowhere. You're then, talking about that one movie. Then they see, like, the no, there's, there's a couple movies, I think. There's a couple. That's not real life. And spaceships, too. Like, when we get to that point in time, you're going to have salvaged space people. 
Oh my god! Find like drifting spaceships. Never have nothing. If you find anything adrift, it's not gonna work out well. Just okay. Can we move on? Yeah. Okay. All right. June thirteenth, two thousand and fourteen. Conrad created a video diary. He talks about social anxiety and depression. He says, social anxiety is the inability to function properly the way you want to um, in social situations. Did you watch that video? I watched some of the video. Um, He really spoke about the pressures of society and judgment, how making mistakes, coming off awkward. People could judge you, but he's like, people don't judge you. He was literally, I think, coming to some kind of... I'll be honest, it was tough to watch. It was really hard to watch. When you mean, when you say tough, hard, like how? Because you know, you know, eventually, I, oh, I you, knew what happened to him, yes. so it's just tough watching it. Yeah. This is, a, this is like a really tough case to like watch, it's a, like to do. A I, case or, or, or um, I definitely agree. I mean, it's just, it's tragic. But I think of like minds. Like, I think your mind is such a crazy place. Oh, it is. And Once you start I always down. wonder why people choose to do what they do or they do the things they do. Even, like, even serial killers. How do they become serial killers? What, like, in their mind, how do they get down that path and they become that? I'm like... So then looking at him, watching that video diary, it was just... I was so fascinated by what he was saying because it's just so sad how... He put a ton of pressure on himself. He sure did, yep. Based on society. Yeah. And, like, what society thinks of you. And the world we live in and how you compare yourself to everyone and you have to be perfect. And it's like you don't. No. I mean, I think we're getting, for me personally, but I feel like we're getting, maybe it's just my age, that you just don't, like, people accept, accept your imperfections. And it's tough now with social media. Yes, you have to your, live up to it's that. It's in your face 24-7. Yeah. Before you had to turn on the TV, you had to find a newspaper, you had to pick the magazine up to mm-hmm. look to see what yeah. garbage is out there. Or that t- the, but, that the but media you would talk t- and what else, you know, you, you'd have to physically, you know what I mean? Do you'd something. go somewhere to, to find information when it comes to news or media. You'd have to go somewhere to yes. get it. Now it's just in your face. But not only 24/7. that is, your friends, like you'd have to talk to someone face-to-face or on the phone. You don't have to do that anymore. People hide behind screens all the time. People write whatever they want. They they just mean because they can be mean because they think there's you know I'm behind a computer. Like someone would never say something new to your face that yeah, they would say in the computer. Yeah, that they the, would say in the yeah, computer. The, the conversation would never happen. No, it would, wouldn't happen. Ninety five percent of the time, yeah. the conversation. It's it's just very it's just sad. And from what I read, they didn't. They were boyfriend girlfriend. No. She denied being boyfriend-girlfriend for a long time. But I'm not getting into Michelle Carter yet. Okay. I'm trying to table that. But their relationship was more of an internet relationship. Yep. Text messaging. Yeah, I'm going to get there. Face tagging. Nope, not face tagging. What's it called? Snapchatting. Maybe. Um... In the video diary, he I, one thing that I thought was interesting, he's like, people say you have to be happy. Like, in life, you need to have be happy in life. Just be happy. And he's like, you don't have to be happy. Like, you have to be happy with who you are, but you can't just flip a switch and I'm happy. And he was not happy with who he was. Oh, he yeah, wanted yeah. to be happy with who he was, but he wasn't in that moment. Yeah. And he's like, people tell you, just be happy, be happy, be happy. And he's like, no, you can't just be happy. 
Happiness, he said, comes from your conscious thoughts. You create your own happiness. Um, a lot of people don't ask that either. People ask, you know, how's work? How's the weather? How about people the don't pa- ask if you're happy? How about the Patriots? People tell you about, you know, the car they're buying, the house they're moving into, or the work they've been doing on their house, the new porch or the new uh, new man town. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever looks at somebody and never says, are you happy? Or not even are you happy. I think these days there's no depth to conversation. It's a lot. It's, you know, unless you're friends, right? But in general, it's just... Superficial. It's, yeah, it it's is. It's all superficial. It yeah. really is. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. That was a Heath Ledger thing, too. He said something to that effect. He did? Yeah. Or society and just the conversation between people go that way. You, you Don't mumble. Make I'm sure you're not mumbling. mumbling. Oh, I'm leaning on my thing. Okay. Okay. I speak clear now. But um, that's he did say in his video diary, though, that he was offered a job at the Boston Duck Tours. And he yep. thought that was pretty cool. And he's like, I, he says, oh, people say I have so much going for myself. He just didn't believe it. Like, his, his brain was just broken. It was just sad. Yeah, well, once you start thinking the bad things, it's stinking thinking. Once you start thinking that way and you get around a group of people and start thinking that way, just all snowball. You know, it's just Yeah, it just goes downhill. Yeah. But, I mean, in my there professional were, opinion. There <laughs> were times in it, though, he's like, he wants to get better. Like, he had, there was a, even though he talks about this stuff, that could have that was a little bit dark he also talked about like he wants to get better he's gonna get over this it was there was positive moments in that messages message where he was like all right i want to do better yeah which was nice so i watched that that was about five minutes i watched that today um so that was june 13th so come come july 12th it was like three videos i think i watched one of them I only watched one that and was five I, minutes. And I didn't have, I didn't I didn't want to watch the next one. Yep. Um, July 12th, 2014. This is where the day comes. Where he goes to the beach with his mom and his sisters. And hangs out for the day. Walks along the beach with his mom. Talking about his future. Talking you know about life. what beach you went to? I don't. I meant to look it up, and I didn't see what beach they went to. I mean, they do live on the water down there, so yeah. could be any one of those beaches. Was it July? Yep, July 12th. That's good weather right there. It is very nice weather, middle of July. Um, I mean, it was ordinary. It was just an ordinary day. Nothing out of the, out of the blue. Mother having a conversation. It's a good day. He went home. Said he was going to take his sisters to have ice cream. Took his sisters to go get ice cream. And then come about 6 o'clock, he said he was going to his friend Ariana's house. And he wasn't planning on coming home for dinner. So his mom's like, all right, keep me updated what you're doing tonight. And he didn't come home. And that night they, uh, or was it the next day? So the next day, his mom, Lynn, wakes up early in the morning and realized Conrad wasn't there. She tried to get a hold of him, no luck. So she went out and started driving around. I, I believe it was pretty early in the morning, maybe five or six, but don't quote me on that. Went to a friend Ariana's house to see if his truck was parked in the driveway, wasn't there. Went to his dad's house to see if his truck was parked in the driveway, wasn't there. So at some point in that afternoon or maybe early morning, late morning, 
she ended up contacting the police saying my son's missing and gave a description of the truck and gave a description of Conrad and there was a bolo issued so be on the lookout for this truck and then about 5.30 p.m. officers found his truck in Fairhaven the Kmart parking lot I, I mean, I'm doing a lot of talking, so at this point, I'm going <laughs> to... Sorry, I just have a ton of notes, and I don't want to do all the talking, so... No, that's fine. I know that you know... That's fine. No, no, so no this... that's fine. Yeah, the Kmart park line. It was a red F-250. It was a black. It was, it was black? Yes, his truck oh, was black. I thought it was red. It looked no. red in my head. Was it an F-4250? I think it was. It was a 4250. Oh. It was just black. Okay. Oh, do you want me to continue? No, that's fine. No, it, that's it is what it is. I I was going to ask you if uh, um, they found his body in his truck. Yeah, with a generator in there. Well, a pump or something. Combustion engine. A combustion engine. Okay. It's gas. You don't like when I say that, no, but that's what it was reported. I know. I seen combustion engine too. With gasoline. I seen that goes a pump or something like that. It was some kind of pump. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's giving off exhaust. Yep. So he filled. He had his windows closed. Filled it up with carbon monoxide. And they found him dead in his truck. It looked as if it's a standard suicide scene. Um, so that's how they treated it that day. No foul play involved? Not in that moment. No. Nope. Uh, but he did leave behind some suicide letters. He did. Yep. Yeah, and he had his phone tucked in his waistband. He right? did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So he had suicide letters. One was to Michelle. And so, I don't know if one or more than one was to his family. So let's talk about Michelle now. I wanted to just paint the picture of Conrad and how he got to that moment in his life. So he met Michelle. And this is what we can find online. Correct, of course. This is, since it's a this, local thing, if anybody's linked to this local, there's a, probably, there's a lot more to Conrad than what we... But this is what we can find online. Yes, it is. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's a million, a ton of articles... Yeah, but they all say the I, same shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, you did visit his Facebook page. I visited his Facebook page, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's now in memory at remembering Conrad Roy. Yeah. But it was really his Facebook page. Um, so Conrad went to Florida with his family in 2012. Family friends of each of them knew each other. So Conrad was down in Florida, and he had family down there. Yep. And Michelle was down there in Florida, and she had family there. And both of the families knew each other. So that's how they met. Did they? Yeah. Oh. That's how they met. Um, they realized they actually lived. I couldn't lived. piece that together. I wasn't sure if there was, you know how Snapchat, you can see who's nearby, or whatever that app is. Yeah, but only if you're connected to them. Yeah. They weren't connected. They didn't know each other. Okay. They weren't connected. Okay. So the families knew each other, and that's how they met. Okay. Um, and they realized they live about 35 miles apart from each other back in Massachusetts. So they became friends. But they only saw each other, like you said, a few times between 2012 and 2014. I've heard, like, two or three times they have actually seen each other in that's person. That's right, too, yeah. 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 Um, but there's over thousands of texts to each other over the years. Thousands of texts. 2012, 2014. Yep. So who's Michelle Carter? Who is she? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. How do you describe Michelle Carter? She was born August 11th. Oh, okay. 
1986. That's better. <laughs> than what you were going to say? Yeah. Um, she lives her hometown. She was born and raised in Plainville, Massachusetts. She was born to Gail and David Carter. She went to school, like you said earlier, at King Philip Regional High School in Rentham. Um, and she had a mental illness. She's 22 now, right? Oh, I don't know. I think she is, yeah. She was 17 in 2014. And it's 2019, so five years. Yes, correct. 22. She developed an eating disorder the age of eight or nine. Yep, yep. She reported to her friends that she cut herself. Doesn't say what age she did that, but that was just mentioned. Um, but she was on prescription psychiatric medication from the age of 14. That's not good. And attended counseling at McLean Hospital in Belmont. Yep. Which we know McLean Hospital is a local yep. mental health hospital. Yep. Um, I mean, and that's all I really have on Michelle, and that's all the kind of in, that's all I really investigated about her. Yeah, I tried to do some research too and see who she is. What does she do? Well, there was reports that I don't know. It's that she wasn't well liked. She didn't have a lot of friends. Well, it's, it's kind of conflicting because I hear that I she was liked, yeah. but she didn't hang out with, like, people didn't hang out with her. So which one was it? Was that her just yeah. saying that? That, yeah, people love me, but people just don't ask me to hang out. So she really didn't have friends. Yeah. It, it's hard, yeah. It's, it's, it all depends on who's telling the story of what Michelle is. I know she just has mental issues. That's the only fact that I know about her. Is that she has mental issues, and she went to the uh, King Philip High School. Yep. That's the only facts I can tell you. I don't know anything else about her. But she's 22 years old now. Mm-hmm. And, well, 2012, 2013, according to text messages... Or I don't know how she did in school, you know. Uh, what she did in school? Was she a cheerleader? What was her great point average? She played softball. She played softball? Mm-hmm. And he played baseball, so they had that in common. Oh, they, oh, they, oh I think, I, yeah. Then she started the softball charity thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the first couple of years that they were friends, she supported him. And she said she wanted to help him and understood depression and I can get you help or you should talk to someone at McLean Hospital because I go to McLean Hospital. So my understanding is that she did what she could to help him for the first couple of years they knew each other. She related to him. And if somebody who's not, who's listening to this, who lives underneath the rock or not local, mm-hmm. there's how many text messages? Probably thousands of text messages, this whole case. Oh, this, I'm going to pull some of them up on this, this on whole, this podcast. Yes. This whole there's an actual PDF from the, June 1st yes. to September of 2014. If any of our listeners didn't know. Right. Anything about this is if you there's tons of text messaging um, from her and Conrad, and it pretty much paints the picture of the real uh, relationship between what was it 2004 2012 12 to 14 then 14 to when Conrad passes yeah and it's just and even after that she continues to text no yeah even after that, she continues to text which is but, insane yeah. yeah. And it's just a lot of text messages. It's just nuts. But that, I and feel like that's normal nowadays. Yeah. That's yeah. A, I mean, that's... Yeah, like you said, she, she, she there was a point where she's texting saying um, she's being helpful. Yeah. Saying you need help mm-hmm. to the point where just get it over with. 
mm-hmm. to uh, to the point of I had no idea what happened. Yeah, I'm sorry like, I couldn't yeah. save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tons to her asking him to delete his text after before he passes away before he. Yeah, we're gonna go into the text messages in a in a in a minute. Okay, I didn't want to jump that. Yeah. No, I mean, and then the day, the next thing. I mean, things changed in 2014. I have like on my notes, I have why did things change in 2014 for Michelle, and she started to go down the fact, the path of yeah, get it over with. You've been promising you're gonna do it for so long. Why haven't you done it? I don't know what what changed. I didn't. I didn't really look into it too much, but nothing I came across was like, oh, this is what happened. And this why, is why did her attitude go from, yeah. I'm going to help you, we're friends to the end, and we're going to be there for each other. To, to, get, to go get, ahead and kill to yourself. To get through this. Yep. You know, your problems, my problems, and what what turns it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they start to go down the bad road of... Maybe when we read the, all these text I hate, messages. I, 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 I almost said it twice. The road of assisted suicide. Correct. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. The, even assisted suicide in general. I feel dirty saying assisted suicide. <laughs> um, well, I feel like the, in this podcast, yep. this is going to be part one of two. Oh, we're doing two parts. We have to because we're already we at like a half an hour before? in. Yeah. yeah, we did. Okay. Um, one other case. Are we going to do a commercial? Do you need a commercial right now? No, I don't know. Do, <laughs> is that how it works? We, we can take a break a if you want to take a break. No, that's fine. Go ahead. All right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm on track to go through. I have pages of notes. Okay. But no, but I'm coming to an end. Not an end. Just forget it. So I want to talk about. Excuse me. The day he committed suicide... Oh, I already talked about that. Okay. The day he committed suicide, right? Yeah. 6.28 p.m. Yeah. Conrad called Michelle and they talked for 43 minutes. At 7.12 p.m., Michelle called Conrad back, if you think about that, and they connected for 47 minutes. Yep. And then after that call, his phone was never used again. Yep. So with that... I'm going to pull up the text messages. Okay. And we can review some text messages. If that works. No, that works. Um, I never read what was I, ne- I never read what was said during that uh uh those, those phone calls. calls. Yeah, nobody knows. No one knows. I don't ex- know if that was brought up in court. I don't I didn't watch the trial. She communicated to her friend what she said on that conversation. The question is what she communicated is it real or not? We'll never know. Oh, that's right. I think she's I the one who, like, that's how you found out he got out of the car and she said get back in because she texted that to her friend. That's right. I Not because it was recorded or anyone said that, because she said that. And it's just, it was just crazy. Um, so I, there's literally, let me see, how many columns are here? There's an Excel document that was used. Um, as exhibit number 30 in the case. prosecution. Yeah. This this row has 4,273 text messages that were brought into the case, starting with June 1st, 2014. The first one um, was sent that was used for the case at 2.46 p.m., and it says it's from Conrad. Oh, this was all extracted from Michelle's phone. From 
incoming. Oh, from Conrad to Michelle. Sophie are you Julie? okay? Sophie, Julie, text messages, they're still there. Yes, it can be pulled somewhere on the back end. All of your information, every text you send, a phone company or cops or someone can get a hold of it. Okay, so when I send those really bad memes and I delete them off my phone, I'm like, ha, no one ever know that I'm not insensitive. Oh, can come back to haunt me? Yes. Okay. I mean, look at this. She thought that if Conrad deleted the text, they didn't exist anymore. That's what she, I thought, too. She did not <laughs> expect that this document that I'm reading right here yeah. was going to be in public. Like, for anyone that wants to read her text messages she sent to him, anyone yeah. can. Like, um, she this, didn't think this, about that. This destroys her whole thing of, I'm an advocate for... Uh, um, mental health. Mental health. Mel mental health awareness. Yeah, mental yeah. health awareness, yeah. It's kind of... So I'll just go through some of them. We'll see what we find. I have not read through these. I've heard about them, whether it be in other podcasts or shows that we watch, like 48 Hours. Yep, yep. Um, but I found this, downloaded it, and I'm looking at it now for I the first I read the time. day of text messaging. You did? Yeah. Um, well, I want to see what leads up to it. Like, how, like what changes? You know what I mean? That's what I was curious. Yeah, we're going to read through 4,000 text messages. We're not. We're going to have to I just want to start with the first few to see where they go yeah. and then yeah. scroll down some more. We can pick certain days. I hate when she calls him babe. But he calls her babe, too. I don't like it. No, I don't think anyone likes babe. I, I, no, I thought I mean, it was more her. I thought it was her. When we watched the 48 Hours thing, it was babe. I, I know. It was but one of babe. Like he was, she, she was calling him babe. She's like, you can do it, babe. Yeah, but he called her babe at some point, too, because they only share uh, 20 of the 4,000 texts. Yeah. You don't hear all of them. The text that is shown to paint her, paint her as yeah. evil. Um, There's a lot of cherry-picking of texts. Of saying? course there is. Yes. From both sides, huh? Yeah, they're going to pick whichever ones make their purse, their, not their person, but their case better. Yeah. Or whatever story they want to paint. Yeah. Because in... In reality, Conrad was not well. He talked about suicide. He attempted suicide before. But I don't think he really wanted it. I think maybe maybe he wanted attention to get help. He just didn't know how to get it. So even though he ended up committing suicide and she helped him, I mean, the, the, the defendant, the defense case is that he was already going on that path, which he was. Yep, yep. So I'm curious to see what these text messages yeah, and say. Yeah, even if she helped him, there is no law against assisted suicide. We're not getting there yet. Hold that assisted suicide thought. All right. That's for the second podcast, Sean. Okay. I'm, no. No, because I know you no, want to no, go to No, you can just it. say we'll get to that. Okay. And I'll stop talking about it. All right. <laughs> I wish you me. had a computer that you could read these too, because you could be oh. Conrad and I could be Michelle, and we could oh, go back and forth. Definitely. Actually, did you just put that, send that over to me. How do I send it to you? I thought about doing that too, but we'll decide when. Who am I? I'm outgoing. You are gonna <laughs> no. These are this is Michelle's phone, so you yeah. are incoming because you're gonna be Conrad and I'm gonna be Michelle. So you need to read the incoming messages. Oh, okay. Well, hold and on. we'll go down maybe like the first what? twenty. The first twenty. Yeah, and then we'll skip to like July. I just want to. I because why did they pick June first? Like, you know what I mean? That's why this is evidence to the case. Yeah. So why would they have picked this and not um, other ones? This is specifically the document oh, submitted 14, for evidence. Huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, they didn't want anything before because 
before didn't help them. Well, either there has to be different, maybe ev different things of evidence, some for the defense, some for the prosecutor. Are you reading it to yourself or are you going to read it out loud? Um, I don't know what to say. Are you okay? Not really. Why? Because tell me. I'm just having a hard time with food again and losing weight and it makes me really upset. Well, you're a fat cow and you should just... That's not what it says, oh, Sean. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, hold on. I'm just having a hard time. With, that's what you probably should have said to her. I you said I'm it. having a hard time. You need to say that. No, there's a script here. We actually have a script, and you can't stick with it. It's literally no. an Excel document. I'm, this is what Conrad should have told her. Conrad should have told her she was a fat cow? Yeah. Do you know how many people are going to hate you because you just said that? Well, she needs to piss off. She needs to piss off? Yeah. Who's going to hate me for saying that? The cows? Oh, my God. All right. What? What? Oh, there's a bunch of uh, what's your name fans out there. I'm just waiting for you to read the next one. Okay, where was I and how did I get there? I, don't I was know. only joking, anyways. I don't care what you. I don't. Wanna, no, you weren't joking. I, you I were real. That's fine. I do not want to offend cows. I'm just having a hard time with food again. I. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally painful. Oh. I wish I had my problem and I had yours because we both wouldn't have a problem. Really? <laughs> I sent two of them in a row. All right, this isn't working. I kind of figured out the main reason why. No, this is weird, actually. You literally just have to read the text on the screen. I don't. I, hmm. Okay, forget it. And you both still um, What do you mean? Oh, so he identified he has social anxiety. She says, I know you do. I wish you didn't. There's no need to. What exactly are you afraid of? And he said, I try so hard for people to like me and people don't. And Michelle says, well, I like you. And he said, I know. I've learned a lot about myself over the last few days. I wonder what he went through over the last few days. That's interesting, huh? Yep. So... Michelle says, and maybe you shouldn't try so hard. Just let it come naturally. Not everyone is going to like you. You have to realize that. You can't please everyone. Just live your life not worrying about what people think of you and keep the people who do like and love you and care about you close because they are the only ones that matter. Those are very true words, I'd say. That's Bethany saying that. Those are very true words. And she said, and really, like what? And Conrad replied, yeah, I've heard it many times. I don't know how to believe it, though. I want to be like normal. But what I learned is that I have to accept who I am. So I don't get depressed about who I am not. Um, well, what are uh, you doing over there? Reading. You reading ahead or are you reading with me? I'm kind of reading with you, scrolling ahead. All right. I'm looking for... Something I don't know. Um, Incoming. There's Conrad just a lot of information here to process, or making it. Let me see. Resodical help guide. Outgoing. She sent him an article. It's a help guide for anxiety, social anxieties. That's uh, six one fourteen to five fifty five twenty three p.m. Okay. OMG. Where did you find that? I researched it for you. Somebody's being helpful. Thanks. I'm going to read it. 
It'll be interesting to see what that is. Did you see the link? Healthguide.org, articles, anxiety, social anxiety, social phobia. Uh, 6 one 5.30 in the afternoon. 5.23 in the afternoon. Situation, come with and get breathe and stay there. You've had a lot of social anxiety. Yes. Yes, I take medication for my social anxiety. But that's right. It's helped me tremendously. That's right. I just thought about but that. But I also have read self-help books. Um, I the, think the, the biggest thing I've learned in life from reading self-help books is comparing yourself to anyone else in this world is only going to cause you pain and, and, and headache. Well, you couldn't, like, breathe or talk, right? Yeah, like, I had a panic attack. This is almost like the conversation we had. So next time you're in a social situation that you're uncomfortable, breathe and stay there. Face your fear. You can do it. I feel like I need to get away. And yeah, but everything's easier first. for people to say it. It's having oh, to actually no, it do it. Oh, no, it was. Like, then, so I can totally relate to Conrad. Like what he was going through, but yeah. I did it as an adult. Yeah. I can never even imagine dealing with that in my teenage years. It's just horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Because social anxiety is not fun. Yeah, yeah. I never had to do it, so I, I feel like I, 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 it's like hard for me to talk about because I don't understand it. It's a really a serious issue too. I think people don't realize how serious it is, no, and no, no matter what you tell yourself. You feel a certain way. Well, I did research in this case to so understand it, it, how serious it can get. You know, it's, it's not you. I mean, in general. Yeah, and yeah, in general. <laughs> okay, awkward. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you scared? I'm scared for you. I just finished up that second clump of text messages. There is one that's lengthy. Probably, it's probably going to make me worse off. Don't even feel like it. It's probably going to make me worse off. Don't even feel like it. He says that a whole bunch of times. Oh, she was telling him to go to McLean. It's in Belmont. It's honestly such a great place, and I'm so confident that it will really help you. I'll visit you a lot, too. That's so sad. Like, okay, so this seems, she seems very caring in these messages. Yeah, yeah. She mentioned about getting medication. See, these ones aren't covered in the media. It's all hate, hate, hate in the media. I mean, obviously she did something that's really bad. Don't get me wrong. But you have to paint a full picture. You can't paint a one-sided picture. And all the media does is paint this picture of she is the devil. Yeah. And what I hate about it is the fact that he's sick, she's sick. They're both sick. Yeah. So if you feel for him of being sick and depressed, she's just as fucked up as he is. Yeah, yeah. So you can't think she's she's evil, don't get me wrong, but I honestly think doing research and reading stuff about her, she's psychotic. Like she's literally, you don't think of certain things. Your brain has, there's a disconnect somewhere in your brain. She doesn't feel empathy. But it seems like she feels empathy right here reading this. Or it could just be a show, I don't know. But well, I think she's crazy. Like, she's well, I not I think right. she did try to help him then. And she just, she, what, got tired then, of it and, and just snapped? And then Conrad just kept saying he wanted to, um, he couldn't deal with it anymore. So, who, at what point did they bring up, because suicide? I'm waiting. I, actually, I can do a control you know F I mean? and look up suicide. Like, when did that happen? Suicide first came about 
oh wow this is so interesting to read this stuff so i did a control f which yep. is find suicide on yep. this document yep. and it shows up on the first line um on june 19th 2014 9 28 p.m and it is from michelle to Conrad and says, are you 100% positive you're never going to commit suicide? Be honest with me. Do you think about doing it? Oh, I see that. And, yeah. he, and she said, dot, dot, dot. And he said, no, I'm not. And she said, promise me. And he said, I want to, but nothing is that bad. And she says, what's the limit for bad? And he's like, what? You said nothing is that bad. Well... What's the thing that will make it that bad? And Conrad said, I said, I won't. I've thought about it, but I know seek down oh, deep down. He probably meant deep down. I will not. And she said, okay, good. He goes, yes, I just feel alone. And she goes, I'm here for you, babe. If we live close to you, know, I would be with you as much as I could. I never want you to feel alone. And he said, we need to go out on a date or just hang out. Oh, hang out can be our date. LOL. And she said, I meant like I've never found myself. Wait a minute. I meant like I've never found myself out yet, and it's scary. Most people do by now. I don't know what that means. Um, feels like it's too late for me. It's not too late, I promise. Let me find the next one. No, it goes down to... If you read down to the next, that was the 19th, right? The next one's just the 29th? Well, no, the 20th is, uh, she goes into, she sends him more um, help guides. Calmclinic.com, anxiety symptoms, memory problems, um, help guide, articles, anxiety, social anxiety, social phobia, a calm link, anxiety symptoms, bad thoughts. That's on 62014. Wow. At uh, 10 o'clock, 10.50 in the morning, 10 of 11, and 11.10, she sent it to him. And he says, thanks. She said, did that help? He says, I've already been researching. Oh, oh well. Then she said, oh, well, I tried. Thanks for trying, though. Always. I love you. I love you, too. So she tried to. She sent him again um, some more information on him trying to get better with his social anxiety. Yeah. Oh, you he said some weird. I don't know. He just—it's weird. I mean, he, there's there's text messages where he has the same thing said twenty five times, like in one text message. Ending wrong with my head seriously, and it just needs to. So I don't know what the full sentence is, but it's said over and over and over again. And she's like, "What the fuck is that?" And why didn't you tell me you tried? You told me you weren't going to do it. And now all of a sudden you're trying and are you serious about it? And he said, I didn't want to scare you. Don't be sorry and thank you, but you should have told me. I don't care if it scares me. I just don't understand how you failed the attempt. I really don't think you want to do this. What do you mean fail the attempt? Attempt. How did you fail the water thing? I read a thing where if you drink enough water, it could be fatal because it lowers your sodium levels. I tried drinking all the water I could and nothing happens. That's a stupid way to try it because your senses aren't going to let you drown yourself. Your body and mind won't let you. Conrad says it's not drown yourself. It's getting all the nutrients out of your body. 
She said, it's kind of, kind of like drowning yourself, like drowning your insides full of water. He said, yeah, but I'm really sorry. I want to tell you the truth. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it turned out. I was reading from the... the, the six, so somewhere in June. 620, well, 620 to 621. Uh, he goes into... Uh, it's 621, 14, 1148 a.m. He just, he goes on to this, he's texting just a ton. And he sends her a bunch of stuff, and if you look at that part on there, 621, 14, 11, 48 a.m., um, he sends just a huge text, and the second text down is, uh, uh, it's of uh, high expectation as a cave when I'm depressed, it gets the best of me. But when I'm not, I still have high standard expectations with everything. Like I do anything to be happy again. Like I really have been proud of myself, but I feel like whatever I do, I won't be proud of myself. I've really had. Um, and he goes, uh, really use. I want to be perfect, and I don't realize it till I'm depressed. And every time I get depressed, my mind takes over, and eventually I want to kill myself. That is six twenty-one fourteen eleven forty. 8 a.m. See those giant texts that like he sent. He just kept. He just kept texting her. Yeah. And she didn't have one. like he just kept going yeah, and she he, wasn't. Did you see that all the eleven forty eight forty eight forty eight. So it was a long lengthy it was one. A long yes. book of a text that he just sent her. That's a lot of stuff to digest. Look, it's still going. Jeez. Six eleven forty nine, and what was her hold? Hold on, let me read everything. Was her text at six twenty one, fourteen at twelve o five p.m. Jeez. Did you see that? I'm getting there. So that's a, you got to read that there. That that's is a giant, like a book. Yeah, you just text a book. There's, uh, how many pages is that? That's one, two, three, four, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, how many pages? 14 times five. What's that? 50. That's 50 and plus, no, plus 20, 70? No, he's just... 70 text message for one? Oh, she said, hold, yep, hold on, let me read everything. And she replied, I love you, Conrad, so much. So it's like, what happened said, on that day? Something it, happened it. on that day. This day here? 621, June 21st. That he just got really into a bad place. Oh, gosh. It sure did. Yeah, it really goes on to a lot of I'm hurting everyone right now, being like my dad, my mom, my sisters. It doesn't make sense. Everything's jumbling. Yeah, he's not having a good day. I just wish you listened and went, and went to get help. Stop it. No, you're, doing, you're just so tied up. Yeah. So many text messages here. Yeah, that's... um. That's a huge. That's, I didn't say what he's on there. A huge text message. Yeah, and six twenty-five. You're thinking about what? And he said, "I'm thinking about." She goes, "Thinking about killing yourself." And he said, "Yes." But if I do something, I'll let you know. And she's like, "You're not going to do anything." You always say this. You don't know that. He said, "Can I ask you something?" Like you don't even know how crazy I get. 
when I'm like this. You've never been with me when I'm depressed, he said. She said, if you don't have any hope of getting better, then why are you holding on for so long? This is, uh, I think it's, deep it's, down you have a bit of hope that you'll recover from this and you aren't killing yourself because a part of you knows you'll get better. That's nice. Well, she goes on talking at some point in the 22nd about how her eating disorder, how she hates her body. Yeah, this is... You can literally spend probably a day reading through these text messages. Yeah. He watched Halloween. The Halloween movie. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That was a horrible Halloween movie. No, the 2014, the new one wasn't out yet. Oh. Um, we are hitting an hour, so no, why don't we skip down to the actual day? I mean, you can Google it. There's a lot of normal text messages now at the 23rd. We're back to... Yeah, that was a bad day. What day was that? The 20th? The 21st of June, his text messages. Yeah, and then we just... He have, just kept... You know how you like you, you keep typing and typing, it turns into like yeah. 10 text messages, but it was like what a total of 70 for one communication? Yeah. Now they're back to normal teenager talk. It's at the, the, the 23rd. You know what I mean? How many pages is this? 184 pages? Oh, they were going to see each other on June 28th. Tonight's the perfect time, babe, and I want to give you your present. And he said, I thought you were busy. No, not anymore. I have nothing to do tonight. I want to spend the time with you. Can I let you know in 10 minutes? Yeah, that's fine. Could you come here, she said, or no? My mom wants you to come here. Outgoing, so Michelle's message said, my mom wants you to come over my house. And he said, I just don't want to drive, LOL. Seriously, that's stupid. Can I come over at 6? My mom wants to be home when you come, and she won't be home until then. I want to get ice cream! Exclamation mark. And then we can hang out Monday, too. And she said, well, like 5 o'clock, actually. He said, you keep changing times. Oh, what's this say? Hang out Monday. Incoming. So, Conrad, I don't know. Yeah, that's... It's just weird. Yeah, we're... That's, like, his mind and his yeah. text... If you look at his text messages, there's days where it's just not good. Yeah, well, you're looking at a fraction of it, too. It's... it's, 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 it's what was that? That's page... Oh, it's fantastic. I don't have it anymore. Six twenty-eight. Um, that bad day that we just looked at. It oh, was, June twenty-first. Yeah, it was. That's page twenty of one hundred and eighty-four pages. Yeah, there's a lot of pages of here. Text messages. So, I mean, I would recommend that you look through them if you want yeah. some reading. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to go to the night. Yep. How do you think that made for podcasting? I think that was painful for the listeners. Yeah. Um, yep. While we had a search for the text, I wish we planned ahead we of time. We could probably cut it out and add some music to it. Maybe. Uh, but I think in general, I just, I just think that media has just narrowed that story into a small, bite-sized piece. And people make snap judgments based on one article or one post or one headline. Yeah, and it's just so much more to this story than just her saying "kill yourself." Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's getting yeah. I don't hear anything on um, depression. What do you mean? He said he was depressed in the beginning. Yeah, but I don't hear any like. There's no oh awareness. It was just depression awareness. Like because he was clearly depressed. He and was she, clearly depressed, she, and she was clearly yeah, psychotic. And there's and there's no like how these two teenagers get together and just kind of you know what I mean meeting this perfect storm there's two people with issues it's either you're talking yeah, about they Conrad each had their own bad issues and then together her. There's, a, there's a mental health issue here with these teenagers and yes there is and it's probably more common it just, just didn't end in this yeah, just crazy story this, yeah. that's publicized I don't think this is the, the only conversation that's going on that's, that's like this depressed teenagers because of Society, society and social media social media i um, couldn't agree with you more yeah and it's sad yeah yeah but i don't see anything like there's not i don't know i'm not on there i'm not i'm not on facebook so i don't follow his page so I'm, I'm sure his parents do something i think some parents do some parents don't yeah what i mean one kids hide things from you yeah, they you do. don't know everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you, can't. So you have to somewhat snoop. As parents, you're busy too. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely yeah, right. You're, you're, yeah, you're busy. Yeah. And the kids get older and they can take care of themselves, and you're busy. You just and, think you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, they can take care of themselves. Yeah. Our son's what, fifteen? Yeah. They have no idea what he does. He's in his room <laughs> and he plays games yeah, and he talks yeah. to his friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's scary. There's a whole world in this fucking box right here. Yep. That's just dangerous for Oh, kids. yeah, yeah, yeah. And people think it... The worst part is, is people... We were talking about that at some point. People think high school... Well, kids, not people. Kids, teenagers think high school is like end-all, be-all. And if they only know once your high school is done... Like, once you're done with nothing. high school... It just means nothing. Nothing. It is such a small... It's not even a piece of your... When you get older, it like means you, nothing. No. Nothing. It didn't matter what you wore or who you talked to or like, well, I mean, but I guess we didn't grow up in the, in the, in the age of social media either. So it's a different world now than it was then. But, um, well, they even talk to each other anymore, do they? No, (laughs) it's just, they talk, but they do on social media. You don't go out with your friends and hang out. Yeah. I'm going to talk to Joe, whatever, and it's, let me post this or do that or search for this and share this stupid meme or look at this video and post this. It's it's just crazy. But I would think, too, um, I agree with you that there's more of that going on in this world right now. Yeah. It just hasn't ended this way. That just scares me the most. I Yeah, I didn't. I never thought about that. And that mental, I think mental health is a serious issue and it is caused. There are, I think it's, I think it's had to have increased with obviously social media and the internet these days. And it's just not thought about. It's not a top of mind. People just think, oh, teenagers are being teenagers and you have to figure out a way to communicate to your kids. Like there has to be something to figure it out. Yeah. Or some kind of, even just in school, mental health awareness. Like, what about a class as part of, you know, something? Come up with something that works to educate these kids because yeah, it's just so sad. Because, yeah, that's basically what I'm saying, yeah. Is it, the media just goes into, uh, could she be convicted? It's the law. She didn't break a law. No, she did not break a law. 
In the so, state of Massachusetts, no. Yeah, so so that's all they talk about is is this going to be a precedent of more laws to come on bullying, assisted suicide, this and that. But nobody talks about these two kids and the problems that they had mm-hmm. and how do we identify these problems and and help help and, the kids let, with these problems and let this not happen again right you know what i mean yes how can we we're forgetting this? about the kids and we're making it kind of a, a political not, not political, even political but it's just, it's just it's, it's arguing about law and circumstances of people's deaths yeah it's, but the worst part is people want to read that like, that's what's important to people. They want to look at the, the, the hottest news and whatever's going to get the most viewers. And the most viewers is painting this picture of, oh, my God, there's a law. You know, is she going to be convicted? Is she not going to be convicted? Yeah. But, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That works. That, that works better than, um, I mean, what are you going to click on? Kids depressed today. Um, our article, you know, whatever the headline is, the article, depression in teenagers today, social media. I'm so we create, actually, you think about people create this world. Like, because that's, if I, if, if you wanted to have two articles, one that talks about depression and how to help kids versus, oh my God, this woman, this, this woman helped her boyfriend commit suicide by text and she's you know is she going to be convicted or not convicted she only gets 14 which, months yes. yeah which one she's are you going to click it. on yeah she has high powered lawyers and they're fighting it yeah you're going to the shiny thing on the and that one you're going to go to first because it's drama as opposed to this the other one's a serious issue which I think I kind of clicked on well, like when you were like hey let's do this case I'm like yeah that's nice and shiny true crime mm-hmm. and then you read about it it's like oh it's so sick and there's so much you can read like those texts and this, the videos and that thing that we watched this could be like four episodes so it's five episodes. You could just keep talking about it. And it's just, if you just read about it and get involved with it marginally, like I do with anything. <laughs> right. Like you don't just take it podcast, from what it is from headlines. You, 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 like you, read it. You realize, yeah, that it's... it's Dig it's, a little like bit. This, this, this is ugly. And this shouldn't have happened. No. Such a sad, sad story. And it's sad, yeah. It sucks. I just saw his, that video and it it's just like... This poor kid. Yeah. He just wanted help. Yeah. He was just broken and he wanted someone to help him and he just didn't know how to ask for it. He yeah. just didn't know. Yeah. And kids that age, they don't tell their parents. So he put all of his faith and trust into this one this one girl Who's that he met in Florida that herself. already had issues herself. Like yeah. that's what he put everything into. Yeah. It's just sad. Yeah. Like why? There has well, to be other outlets that Valerie, for them to be aware think, of. Yeah. Ariana, Ariana. Yeah. But I think he pick he chose what he wanted to tell Ariana versus I felt like I mean now that I'm talking about it, like he treated Michelle as if he was she was his therapist and like was able to an unfiltered system to vent about anything he was feeling or doing. Yeah, yeah. And I think he probably filtered himself with Ariana. And there's pages and pages in there. It's not just all crap, like just not crap. There's moments where she really cares about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, there is. And there's just moments where they're just being teenagers. Right. There's there's pages and pages where I just scroll through and there's just... Just regular... Just teenagers, just short texting back and forth. Yeah. What are you doing? Nothing. Watching TV, going to bed, going to school, doing this, doing that. It's a stressful case. Well, I would like to get into a little more on the next podcast. Um, we didn't read the text messages from the night that she texted him. To well, argue if she's evil or not. 
yeah, I have opinions on certain things. When I first seen the nuke, when I first seen this, and then when I the first probably even when they went to the court thing, I figured she was just crazy and she was evil. But then when you realize that she's going through issues too, you can't. I can't help but have sympathy for her. Mm-hmm. But then again, on the other hand, it's like, if what she said is true, she told them to get back into that truck. And it's like, you evil bitch. Yeah, at what point did she, like, something... Yeah, but she's fucked up. But, you know what I mean? Right. So right. it's like... Ugh. She's our... Again, I'm using the word, not fucked yeah. up, broken. She's broken, yeah. too, yeah. just like he's broken. Yeah. You can't have a broken person depending on a broken person to help them through a situation. So you think... But you can't think, oh, I feel bad for him because he was broken when she's broken too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, I mean, people don't want to see that. They want to paint her as this villain. Yeah, I was ready to take, like, Conrad's side and just be like, this is... I initially did. I posted something actually on social media. And this... And if it wasn't for her, Conrad would be alive. But I don't know if that's true. I, well, see, I think I think if they never met, it'd be totally different. No, well, I have a different opinion on that. I think if she didn't talk to him that day, he wouldn't have killed himself that day. Yes. But that doesn't mean that he wouldn't have attempted it. She literally pushed him into killing himself. I do believe that. Yeah, after years of helping him. Yes. She kind of gave I mean, him she, what he she, I don't know why she did what she did. Yeah. But he wouldn't be dead. I truly believe he wouldn't be dead if it wasn't for what she was telling him to do over and over and over and over again. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he wouldn't have attempted it at some point in time. Yeah. But she just put the nail in his coffin. Get back in the truck. Go do it. Like, constantly. Yeah. that's yeah. You take her out of the equation, he'd be still alive today. At least I think he would still be alive today. He probably would be. He might have attempted suicide here or there. It's always attempts because he never really wanted to hurt himself. If he if he met a normal a normal person in Florida, I don't think it would have went this way because at the point of where he says I'm depressed and uh, and it, I feel so burdened with anxiety that I can kill myself. Mm-hmm. I think if there was a normal person on the end of, on the other end of that phone. They would have done something. They would have done something. Called about his it. parents. They would have called the parents. Done they something. would have went to the school. It would have been squashed. It would have been handled differently. It would have been handled differently. Rather than she trying to be the God Almighty who's trying yes. to save this boy. Yes. I know everything about it because she's been to the hospital and she knows how it's done. Right. So she thinks she has a handle yeah. on how to take care of him. Because she does have experience. Because if you go to McLean Hospital, you, you, something's wrong with you. There's something wrong with you, but but you but you know, you know what I mean. You you know what it takes to get you better. So she she just wasn't not a good advocate and wasn't qualified to take care of him. But you know what I mean. She if, was still a teen. But if, it's not even like you're an adult and you went through that and you've learned and you've grown and you're you're stable. Yes, she's still young. You know what I mean. Well, she's yeah. yeah. Yes, she's yeah. not. But she wasn't the right person. It, to, yeah. Oh God, no. But if there was a different person other than her, mm-hmm. for Christ's sake, I can't believe the two of them met each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, they stayed in touch and like yes. built a relationship. That's what I'm saying. It's only if Conrad in that first text message is like, yeah, that's right. You are fat. Just being a boy, being yeah. stupid. Yeah. You know? She'd be like, oh my God, he's an asshole. It's like, yeah, your eyebrows look goofy. I hate you. Stop texting me. It's just what they would have parted ways. She'd be like, he's a jerk. And he'd be like, yeah, she's a fat cow. And they just they hate each other like normal teenagers. Like stupid teenagers do. 
that's what I wish happened in my head. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then none of this would have happened. And then maybe he would have said that to the right person or something like that or turned his life around because he seemed like he was on the... He, he knew he had a problem. He and knew he, he had a problem. He wanted to get better. He yeah. didn't know how to get better. Yeah. And he depended on her to take, help yeah. him get better. Yeah. Sucks. I know. Anyways. All right. We're at an hour and 16 minutes. All right. Well, we're going to edit like 16 minutes of us fumbling around on the fucking computer, right? Yeah, we should. We should. All right. Well... So we're gonna continue. This is part one. We'll continue part two. We'll talk about some of the trial, some of the stuff. Probably a shorter episode, but yeah. I mean, if you want to, and or do you think everyone already knows that? Wait, no, oh. absolutely. Not. Where can they find us? Yeah, we. I need closure, so we'll just finish it off then with the next episode. Okay, um, you can find us on social media sites: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can find our podcast on any, like, there's so many podcast apps out there. I say just Google Critical Onions on any podcast app you you use and you can find us. Drop us a line. Drop us a line. We have a website, criticalonions.com. Can I say it? Tell a stranger. Yeah, make sure you tell a stranger about the Critical Onions. Um, Hopefully you enjoy today's episode. That's right. Um, I mean, our conversation, not necessarily the topic, but our uh, enjoyed our, our conversation and discussion <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> Suicide's great, man. Gosh. Oh, and I wish I had... Oh, you know what I wanted to do? Suicide prevention number. I wanted to add that. Sure. The end of this. Definitely. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Somebody could be listening to this who's interested in this. You can even just Google suicide prevention number and it comes up. There's an online chat. You can yep. even use a chat if you wanted to. But there's a uh, 24 hours every day uh, number that you can call 1-800-273-8255. Call it. And know that um, there's someone there that can help you. Mm-hmm. Just someone not as fucked up as you. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. try to go to the right person. Or even anonymously, this 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 phone number in this National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is the perfect place to go when you're feeling bad about yourself. Is it? They are in, yes. Well, they're the right people. They have. We they're obviously call them staffed. And see if they're good. They're staffed with the right kind of people to get the people to help. I'm gonna call them up. The suicide people who are, yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, I usually like throwing jokes around the podcast, but just I know just, I'm not a, just, not, it's, not it's, a yeah, joke not kind like, of mood. Like, I feel like I, I wanted to say for calling the suicide number, but like I'm on a bridge. What are you gonna do about it? You know, so, <gasps> no, Sean, know, that's it's just bad. not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. It isn't funny. That was but poor taste. It is poor taste. Um. All right. Well, but, hopefully you'll listen in on the next one, and hopefully people will learn from this. Hopefully. I would love for this podcast just to reach one person that yeah. impacts someone's life. You never know. For the better, whether it's someone who knows someone or even just to enlighten someone who might not have heard this story it's or always, heard the story yeah. in a certain light yeah. and they're educated a little bit more now about this story and the seriousness around depression and teenagers and texting and, and society pressure and perfectness. It's like... There's just stuff about this case that you should do a lot more research about and not just listen to the headlines or the news stories. There's yeah. just so much more. Just for kids to unplug. That's why I don't have social media. I don't have Twitter. I don't have Facebook. 
I go to Instagram just to look at pictures of Camaros. That's probably about it. Other than that, I don't like that shit. Yeah, I only good. can watch like five, ten minutes of the news, and it's just like enough. Yes, if you yeah, actually just, just like, watch the news, just one yeah. sad story after another sad story after another sad story. Yeah. All right. Telling stories they think is important. Anywho, rambling, rambling on. All right. Well, have a good night, everyone. Yes. We'll talk to Tell you next stranger. week. Tell a stranger. Peace. Peace.